Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 45 of Betting with the Bears. Puneet, it's Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get to do it yesterday, so I had to make sure I got my singing in. <laughs> That's what I figured. I figured because we, we uh, you know, we, we have other things to do besides record the pod and uh, couldn't record yesterday that you probably were going to try to sneak something in about that. So I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, had to get, I had to make sure everyone knows how good my voice is every week. <laughs> uh, but magical. yeah, today, thank you. Thank you. Today, uh, just going to be NFL only. This is our week three preview pod. Uh, we will do a quick NBA prediction for the Lakers Nuggets game tonight, but that's solely just going to say who you think is going to win. So let's just do that right now. Who you got? Lakers Nugs. I got Lakers. Let's see yeah. what happens. I got Lakers as well. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets won and then we got the whole 3-1 narrative, but I think, mm-hmm. I think I think LeBron just wants to close them out. I don't think he wants to give them the chance. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think the Lakers are very different from the Jazz and the Clippers, so I, I don't see LeBron losing. Yeah, exactly. So as far as our picks, uh, we both went 3-1 and one on Thursday and Friday, um, right? Isn't that right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. We both went 3-1, and one, so I'm still – in the lead because of that one in three day you had on, I guess that was Wednesday. Wednesday, yep. Yeah. So our last day of our rivalry week is tomorrow for the football games. So we'll see if I'm able to, uh, I'm able to bring home the dub. Yeah. I mean, uh, it would be awesome if you go on for it. I go four and oh. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, would, then, uh, or then like, you would win. Yeah. Then I would win, but um, that's the only way if not, yeah. if I get so if I get two right tomorrow, I'm guaranteed to win. Yeah. You've, you've clinched the dub here, but. This was oh, fun. Cool. I will say, I really enjoyed doing this this week. Yeah, it was fun. I kind of like having the camaraderie of us like rooting for the same things, but it is kind of cool just having like, like just not, like having what you think. So then you know, like, all right, am I good at this or not? So turns out we're both we're both not bad. Yeah, I I think yeah, this is encouraging. At least you know, all these folks, all the millions that are listening, can now rest assured we we actually know what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So before we get into the games, uh, just quick. Since we do, we've done this the past two Saturdays. Instead of doing trivia, we're just going to do a discussion question. So um, this is my turn. So for my, so for me, my question is: If you were to choose to be the GM of any team in the NFL, you can't pick Washington just because they're your favorite team. Like, um, so you could just have like a blank canvas. You're the GM, and you get mm-hmm. to uh, but other teams' current roster, age, contract, everything like that. Don't worry about ownership. Like if they have bad ownership or whatever. Like you assume that you can make whatever decision you want to make as the GM. Okay. Okay. So are you, is it like who, who, what team do you pick? Is it the chiefs? I mean, I would want to take them out because that'd probably be the easiest one. Right. Yeah. I actually, I mean, the chiefs is the easiest one, but I kind of want to go Cincinnati. That's my, give me burrow. Yeah. I mean, we kind of had this discussion too, about like which quarterback would you take? Not Patrick Mahomes. And we both said burrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get, I get take wanting to take Cincinnati. You know, they they have the you know like all the all the potential of the world right now, and, and Burrow's looking great. Um, but yeah, I guess give your give your reasoning for it, and then I'll kind of think about who I would want to take. Yeah, my reasoning is just because, like, as you know, I, I'm in, like a complete NFL draft nut. So like the Bengals for the for like, and I I like love the idea of like building a team from scratch. Just like in Madden fantasy draft, I, I, that was my thing when I was a kid. So basically, like you have Burrow, and really they don't have any other like blue chip talent that you're like, okay, like this is going to be part of our core moving forward. Um, you like maybe have Mixon, but they're all, like, and then you really need to shore up the offensive line. Like maybe they have the left tackle and Jonah Williams, but other than that, it's pretty much like whoever gets the GM of the Bengals is just has the opportunity to do whatever they want with the roster. Whereas if you chose the Chiefs, you're pretty much locked in to that team. Like you got like when that's obviously a really good team, but like eventually they're going to age out and it's going to become like the post Legion of boom years where you have an incredible quarterback that keeps your team good. But, you know, you're replacing the stars that are old and their contracts are, are inflated. So they don't have much as that they can do as far as like free agency. And then they're always going to have a low draft pick. So for me, I just love the idea of like having a total blank canvas. Like they have a ton of cap space. They are going to have high, good draft picks, all their picks. Um, so yeah, that's why, just the, the idea of that, of just totally starting new and like, all right, what are we going to do to build around Burrow? Yeah, I, I love, like that. I love that. Yeah, so I guess, you know, just, just for the sake, obviously you don't want to pick Chiefs because I think it's kind of cheap, but um, I'm going to go Cardinals. I, I kind of like where they're Kyler. going too. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm in love with Kyler. I think he's just a stud and, and he they've been playing so well uh, these first two weeks and 
they do have a good young core. Obviously, Kyler is leading the way for them, and, and they picked up DeAndre, which is huge. Um, you know, he's a little older, but I do think he's going to have – he has a lot of solid years left in him. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm going to go with them, though. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. They're my second choice. Uh, okay. For the, pretty much for the same reason as I just um, – I don't know. Like, I really, really like Kyler, but I think Burrow could, could be better than Kyler. The, the thing about the Bengals is, like, I think they have, like, a train wreck organization. So I don't know, like I don't think they'll ever build like sustained success that like the Chiefs have, because like the Chiefs have such a good ownership and GM and all that stuff. Well, you that mentioned they're... that like taking ownership out of it. No, I, so. I'm saying like yeah, no, I know. I'm saying like in reality, I don't think the Bengals are gonna like I don't think they're gonna be a perennial contender because of Burrow because of their ownership. But yeah, I got it. but yeah, I was for, that's why I chose the Bengals is because I'm taking all that out of it. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Um, so first things first, as far as weather, another week, no weather impact, so we don't have to worry about that, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're still pretty early in, so um, most of the weather will probably start coming in a few weeks' time. Um, once we start getting some snow, once we start getting some more colder games, that'll be fun. But, yeah, uh, so far, so good. Yeah, I guess we did have, like, the lightning delay last week, but that wasn't, right. that wasn't forecasted as of, as of right now. Right now, no game has a higher than 3% chance of rain. Yeah. So, all right, so first, let's just get into it. First game, uh, Raiders-Pats. So, the Patriots are five-and-a-half-point favorites. They are minus 240. The Raiders are plus 205, and the over-under is 47. Yeah, um, so I guess we'll just quickly go over some of the injuries here. Um, so, Trent Brown, Henry Ruggs are out for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs and, and Darren Waller are both questionable. However, the, both of them did – both of those two practiced uh, this week, so – um, I, I would assume that they're going to end up playing. And then on the flip side, the Patriots, James White, tough situation, you know, praying for him, um, him and his family. Uh, he'll be out again. And then Edelman, Nikhil Harry, um, Isaiah Wynn are all questionable, but the, the two receivers should end up playing. Yeah. So Jacobs and Waller both got limited practices in uh, the end of the week. So, and just like same thing with Edelman and Nikhil Harry. So they're probably going to, they're probably going to play. I'm, I'm going into this game as, if they will play. So if something changes, then right. maybe we'll update that tomorrow. But as of right now, I'm going into them playing. Uh, the first thing I thought about this was I was kind of surprised that the Patriots are like such big favorites over the Raiders, considering the Patriots just lost to the Saints. Granted, I'm sorry, the Patriots just lost to the Seahawks. Right. But while the Raiders just beat the Saints, and both of those games were in prime time. Um, I don't know. I was, I was really impressed with what I saw from Oakland uh, against the Saints. I kind of chalked up, like they were good in the week one against the Panthers, but I kind of chalked that up to like the Panthers just having a really bad defense, but I thought the Raiders looked good against the Saints. I mean, I mean, they won and at one point they scored on six straight drives, something like that. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, the, this five and a half is actually uh, pretty surprising. I guess it's more so just the, you know, the Pats. I mean, you hear their name and you expect them to win. And then that's the same on the flip side with the Raiders, you hear their name and you expect them to lose. Um, so I'm, I'm sure there's a little bit of, um, you know, basis of how they've done in the past and, and their name and then the weight they carry is going into that five and a half point. Uh, but yeah, I do think the Raiders did play very well. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's hard because I think that um, the Patriots look really freaking good too. Um, and, yeah, they and do. It seems like, you know, Brady is, or sorry, not Brady. It seems like uh, Cam is playing well and kind of replacing Brady. So um, I, I like the Patriots to win. I do think that five and a half might be a little too much. So I might go. I think I'm going to go with the Pats win and the Raiders cover here. Yeah, I'm going the same thing. Pats win, Raiders cover. And I think this goes over. Um, both defenses kind of stink. I mean, the Patriots, they, I mean, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, they got torched. Yeah, I mean, week. Russell Wilson's incredible, but he still threw, threw, threw for five touchdowns last week against them. Uh, the Raiders yeah. aren't, like, not probably not going to do that, but they're probably going to score, going to be able to or they look good last week, and I don't know. Like the Raiders, the Patriots don't really have anybody to stop Darren Waller, who just got hyper targeted last week. So I, I could see that happening again this week. So for fantasy, I'm going with Waller. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, for fantasy, I'm going to go Cam. I mean, he's just been playing so well. It kind of his breakout game, I guess, quote unquote, last week, where where he could have easily won that game, and had he won that game, man, everyone would have been so high on the Patriots, and this would have been a even bigger spread. Um, but, yeah, I think he'll, he'll continue to play well. Um, you know, the, the Raiders, like you said, both defenses stink. I think that the, the Raiders' defense is better. Uh, or sorry, the, the Raiders' defense is worse and the Patriots' defense is better, obviously. But 
Um, so I do think Cam will be able to get some room to run there and everything, and, and I think he'll have a successful day. Yeah, I mean, he's a, a four rushing touchdowns through two weeks. I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, so next game, Bears-Falcons. Uh, Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 182. The Bears are plus 160, and the over-under is 47-and-a-half. Yeah, so uh, for the Bears, right now, Khalil Mack is questionable but should play. And then for the Falcons, Julio is questionable, and I don't know if he will end up playing. He'll, he's always battling some sort of injury, which sucks. But, yeah, um, I yeah, know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he'll end up playing. I don't think he's going to play. I mean, he's listed as questionable, but he didn't practice all week. And generally, right. if, if you could get in at least one practice on Friday, he'll play. But he didn't even do that. So I don't think they're going to they're gonna play him. Um, this one's interesting because, like, the Falcons are 0-2 and the Bears are 2-0, but the Falcons are favored, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I'd love yeah. to see how many times an 0-2 team was the favorite against a 2-0 team, which makes yeah. sense because the Falcons lost to two gen- genuinely good teams and the Bears beat two fraud teams. But that was just kind of funny. Yeah, and then also just one thing uh, to to note is that um, there is uh, COVID actually. Um, COVID nineteen is is come into play now here for for this game. Yeah, so uh, this just happened like like ten minutes before we recorded. But AJ Terrell is a cornerback for the Falcons. Uh, he tested positive for COVID based on their Friday night tests. Um, everybody else tested negative, which is a good sign. Um, everybody else got tested again today, so they're waiting on those results just to confirm that they're still negative. But Assuming that like he didn't give it to anybody else overnight and like nobody tests positive overnight, then that game should go on as planned. But that is something definitely to, to, to monitor moving forward uh, going into tomorrow because that is the first positive of the NFL. And he was with the team yesterday, so he very well could have given it to someone. They just And maybe it was just a later test result. So those results come back tomorrow morning. So it's definitely something that people are going to have to look out to, for tomorrow morning. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in terms of the game, uh, the three and a half point. I don't know. That's that's kind of a no touch for me. Um, I, I do think the Falcons are going to win. Um, I, their offense has been playing lights out, um, and and it's hard. I, I I know that the Bears have have looked decent, but I just can't trust Trubisky just yet. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Falcons here. I mean, the Bears they should not have won Week One, but they got they they're lucky that they played Pencilhead Pencilhead and came back from like 17 down in the fourth quarter, and then. Right. The exact opposite happened the week later against the Giants, two just like train wreck of a football team where they were up 17 to three and then they almost lost, but they got the goal line stand to win the game. So the Bears, like they're frauds, Trubisky stinks, but against the Falcons, I, I agree with you that the Falcons are probably going to win. And I also agree with you that this is probably a no touch um, or the spread is probably a no touch. And even the game itself, I probably wouldn't touch, but just to get, get a prediction out there, the Falcons probably win. But yeah, I don't know. Both these teams stink. Uh, the Falcons have one of the worst defenses I've ever seen, but Tr- Trubisky's not one to take advantage because he stinks. As far as the over-under, I think it'll probably go over because these teams just blow and whatever. If two bad teams take the over. And then for fantasy, I'm going to go Calvin Ridley because he's been incredible and no Julio. Yeah, um, I, I do think it'll go over as well. I think Russell Gage will be the uh, the fantasy pick for me here, so similar wide receiver for the Falcons. Um, I mean, he's gone over 10 points in the first two games and now have to step up with Julio being out. So, um I think I, I was picking between him and Ridley. Uh, the reason I didn't pick Ridley is because now he's going to get number one coverage. Um, so it, it should lead for more opportunities for Gage. Yeah, he's going to get number one coverage on a bad defense. So right, what does that right. even mean? But, yeah, I mean, it is different when you're the alpha. It's definitely different. And I have Julio yeah. there. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, all right. So, team Texans at Steelers. Uh, Steelers are four-point favorites. They're minus 205. Texans are 180, plus 180, and the over-under is 45. Yep. So Texans, Kenny Stills, Duke Johnson are both questionable. And then there's no notable injuries for the Steelers here. Yeah. So the only thing I have to say here is bet against butt chin for free money. It's worth the first, <laughs> it's worth the first, first two weeks. It'll work again. The Steelers are legitimately good. Texans are legitimately bad. Yeah. Um, so this is the, the Watt Bowl. We have all three of the, the Watt brothers playing here in this game, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I agree. I think they win and cover the Steelers do. Um, it, it's the Texans look really bad. Um, Bill O'Brien just continues to be a terrible coach. First two yeah. weeks is just every every move he makes is so stupid and so questionable. So um, it's hard. And, and and the Steelers look good. They look very good as they usually do. So I don't I don't think there's any way that they lose this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, the, the only way they lose this game is Deshaun Watson going crazy. But <clears throat> uh, excuse me, there's like a, a, a there's so there's so much history of really really good quarterbacks being stuck on just an awful situation and not yeah. being able to pull wins out of their ass. So as much as I love Deshaun Watson and he's such a gamer, I just don't think he has enough. Like, I don't think they're going to lose because of him, but 
at some point your head coach just brings you down and that's exactly what's happening here. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Steelers cover. Yeah. Um, so, Oh God. I was just, I was just going to go into fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to do. All right. Deontay Johnson. He's been incredible first two weeks. He'll continue it. Yeah. That's a good pick. So I'm going to pick James Connor. Um, Texas run defense can't stop anyone. So Connor should have a pretty big game. Yeah. And Connor was good last week as well. So yeah. I like that pick. Um, all right. Next game. 49ers at the Giants. Uh, the 49ers are three and a half point favorites. They're minus 180. The Giants are plus 155, and the over-under is 42. Yeah, uh, so for injury, it's the entire 49ers roster. And the longest the- injury report I've ever seen for one team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, you have Bosa, Solomon Thomas, both out for the year, Mostert, Coleman, Debo, Jimmy G, Kittle, Sherman, D. Ford, all out. That's that, insane. Like, just that's pretty much their like, and they're all starters. It's, yeah, I know. It feels so bad for them. It sucks. And it's then really, it really sucks. Yeah, obviously on the other side, Giants big blow because Saquon's out for the year with torn ACL. Yeah, it's hilarious to me that the finer the Forty Niners are legitimately missing their entire team. They're going. They're the away team, and they're having back to back weeks on the East Coast from San Francisco. And yet, the Giants are still underdogs. That is so funny to me. Just how little respect people have. I'm not saying people should respect the Giants. Yeah, that just like shows how bad they are. Yeah, I mean, they are. They're terrible. They're a terrible team. And, and obviously, you take out Saquon. And, and I mean, it's basically then going to be Daniel Jones beat us because there's no one else on that team that that is good. So I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to win. I I mean, I think that the Niners are going to win in cover here because Giants just stink. And taking away their best player just makes it even harder for them to do anything. Yeah, they stink. But, like, the whole reason why the 49ers are good is because they have good players. And, like – who is who is left on their team that is actually good? Yeah, that's, that's what, true. like that's what I want to know. Like I think, I think the Giants cover, and I would not be surprised at all if they win. I don't know if I'm going to predict that. Like I'm not saying that they're, they're my dog of the day, but they're. De- I think they're going to cover because like well, you, you're telling me Nick Mullins is better than than Daniel Jones, and you're telling me that like Daniel Jones still has Evan Evan Ingram to throw to. He has Darius Slayton, who's been good. He has um, uh, who's the the slot guy Sterling Shepard, who I, I believe is still playing. Actually, I'm not that one. I might be on IR. Right? Let me double check that to confirm. But they still have Golden Tate. Like the Giants have yeah. skill skill position players. Um, so like I think that Daniel Jones is going to put up stats because like the, the 49ers got shredded in Week One when they had a re- healthy roster by um, by Kyler. They um, okay. So Sterling Shepard is out. I was wrong about that. I think he's on. Yeah, he's on IR. So Sterling Shepard's on IR. Little mistake. I forgot to note that there. But anyways, uh, and then the 49ers like they beat the crap out of the jets last week, but the jets are even more downtrodden than the giants. So in the yeah, jets, but, before- but both the jets and giants suck. And I will say that Nick Mullins, uh, well, uh, before I go into Nick Mullins, I'll say Jimmy G is not that great. He has not played well. Nick he's Mullins, better than Nick he's, Mullins. He's better than Nick Mullins, but not by much. And he also, and Nick Mullins doesn't have his number one receiver, his top two running backs and his top tight end to throw to. Yeah, whatever. Jordan Reed game incoming just like last week. Yeah. I mean, it, it's <laughs> Mr. Possible. Glass, Mr. Glass. Yeah, so I think this game goes under. I don't see how either of these teams are going to score that much. Agree. For, the forty-two is, is is low, but I still think it goes under. And for fantasy, just give me the the Niners running back, um, Jeff Wilson. He's their he's their red zone running back. He'll probably get one or two touchdowns just in the red zone. Yeah, so I'm going to go under as well. I'm going Forty ers win in cover, but I'm actually going to take McKinnon for the Niners here. Okay. So, All right. So there's their other backfield. Uh, the the only other really option they have in the backfield. Yeah, so. it's, it was one of them too. Yeah, everybody else is out. So. Um, next game, Rams at Bills. Uh, Bills are one and a half point favorites. They're minus one twenty one. The Rams are plus one hundred six, and the over under is forty six and a half. Yep. So for the Rams, Cam Akers is out. Uh, it's a decent, decent blow for them. Um, and then for the Bills, you have Zach Moss, Dawson Knox, and uh, the starting linebackers are out, and two linebackers are questionable for them. Yeah. So the starting linebackers, like the names, nobody knows. But the thing, the, the thing to note there is that their top three linebackers might not play. Um, and after that happened last week against the Dolphins, is when Gasicki just went ham. Yep. Against them. So um, one thing to note in this game is the Rams are traveling east on back-to-back weeks, just like the Niners. Uh, they played at Philly last week. So you wonder if that has any any impact. But historically, the Rams have traveled to the East Coast well. I think they're like six and zero going Jeez. east. For in one o'clock games, which is kind of funny, but I guess they don't play that much on the East Coast. Um, That's a cool stat. Yeah. So McVeigh's always always played well going East. Um, I mean, they beat the they beat the crap out of the Eagles last week. Um, so look for Higby to have another good game. He had three taters last week against the Eagles, who have atrocious linebackers. If the 
like Bills are missing their top three linebackers, McVay's just going to go ham on that matchup. So look for Higby to have another good game. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so do I dare take the Rams again uh, as my overall as my pick? Because I, I picked them to beat the Cowboys week one. I picked them to beat the Phil, uh, Eagles last week. So yeah, you need to make <clears throat> you should have if you made on your dog of the day. I guess we got the dog of the day week right week one. Last week we had it wrong. So yeah. You could, yeah, it could be three zero taking the Rams as a dog. Yeah, that's true, but um, yeah, I, I think screw it. I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take a money line to win this game. I mean, it's not huge. It's only plus one hundred six, but uh, I think they'll win. I um, and for forty six and a half, I think this game will probably end up going over just barely. Yeah, I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Bills to win. I I do okay. like the Rams. I Rams a lot, but I don't know. I don't think I don't think that uh, I think Josh Allen is gonna. I'm talking myself out of it already. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm confident in the over. The Rams, screw it. I'm going, I'm going on drug. Let's ride. I'm going Rams. I just, Let's do it. Just completely changed my mind on podcast. <laughs> I love um, it. I was, I, trying to talk, to hear, baby. I was trying to talk myself into the Bills, and then I just couldn't get up to it. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to the Rams. Fair enough. Um, yeah. For fantasy, I, I already mentioned him. Higby, he's going to have a huge game. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Devil Sing- Devin Singletary, um, Nozak Moss, and Singletary should get the lion's share of the backfield work, and, and I think he'll have a good game. Yeah, that's a good pick. Especially, yeah, like you said, Nozak Moss, good pick. Um, next game, Bengals at Eagles. Uh, so the, <laughs> you can just sense the sadness in my voice yeah, as, I know. as I say that. Uh, the Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 210. The Bengals are plus 180, and the over-under is 47-and-a-half. Yep, so for the Bengals, Geno Atkins is out. Mike Daniels is questionable. Eagles, they have Alshon out. Rhaegar is out. Fletcher Cox is questionable. And uh, another off- offensive lineman on the IR. So that's three of their starters that are on the IR, which that's tough. That's not good. So the Eagles are in week three, and this is going to be their third different starting lineup, starting offensive line lineup into the season. So yeah, um, in this game, I don't think it will come back to haunt them as much because the Bengals – they already have no pass rush, and Gino Atkins is, is probably their best pass rusher. As you mentioned, he's out. Yep. Uh, Mike Daniels is their starting D tackle, just like you mentioned. He's questionable. I don't think he's going to play. Um, but one thing that's interesting here is though the spread movement. It started off with the Eagles being six-point favorites, and then it went down to four-and-a-half. So I think everybody caught on that like the Eagles shouldn't be favored by six against anybody. <laughs> um, I mean, both teams are 0-2. Eagles got blown out in two games. The Rams or the Bengals lost two close games. I guess they kind of backdoor covered against the Browns, but – Still, two single-digit losses to two blowouts. Bengals cover, don't at me. Yeah, uh, I'm just I'm going to listen to you here, and uh, you, you obviously know Philly very well, so I'll agree with you there. Um, I, yeah, this is, this is tough for me. It's just I'm so shocked the way that the Eagles have come out this year. Um, so, it, 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 I mean, I don't know. You kind of expected it, and you kind of called it. So kudos to you. I'll, I'll ride with you on what you, what you think for the Eagles. Yeah, they stink. I think they'll probably win, uh, but I don't think I don't see how they're going to cover four and a half. And the over/under, I think it's going. I don't know. I, I go back and forth because like the Eagles blow, so like I don't like they scored less than twenty points both games, and but the difference is the Bengals have a worse defense than both those teams. So I think it'll probably go over because Burrow is just going to eat the Eagles defense alive. Uh, I mean, the Bengals head coach comes from the Sean McVay tree, and Sean McVay just absolutely pantsed the defense last week. Uh, obviously the Rams have better players, but the similar scheme and the Eagles just seem to have no idea what they were doing. So uh, my fantasy, I'm going with Miles Sanders. Uh, he, he looked good last week after missing week one. He seemed healthy. The Bengals just have an atrocious run run defense. Uh, they can't cover the running back out of the backfield either. Miles Sanders does both those things well, so give me Miles. Cool. So I'm going to go with Carson Wentz, mostly because he needs to oh. bounce back in a huge way. Otherwise, it's going to get really, 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 really ugly in, in Philadelphia for the quarterbacks. And uh, the Jalen Hurts discussions, if he doesn't play well, Jalen Hurts discussion, are, are, it's going to start in a big way next week. Let me give everybody advice. Do not start Carson Wentz in fantasy. No, I'm not saying to start him, but I'm saying <laughs> he will have a bounce back week, cause, mostly because he has to. So Otherwise, your fantasy pick is a player that you're saying people shouldn't start. Yes. Okay, I God. wouldn't start anyone on Philly, to be honest. But you wouldn't start Miles Sanders. No, are you? You can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know anything about Philly is scaring me right now because I just it it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but Miles Sanders still scored last week and he still had a good game. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm and the Bengals have an I awful... I do think I do think that Carson Wentz, if 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 he's going to have a good game, it has to be this one. Yeah, I don't think he has a good game. I think he's toast. Okay. I, I mean. 
I, I think, like I said, the Eagles are going to win. They're not going to win because of Carson Wentz. They're going to run the ball a ton of times to Miles. They're going to only target their tight ends because their receivers are hurt. Deshaun hasn't done anything this year. Okay. Um, to get the to confirm, you should start Miles Sanders in your fantasy league. People, <laughs> <laughs> he is going to have a he is going to have a good game. You should not start Carson Wentz. You should start Miles Sanders. Yeah, and then forty-seven and a half. I think it's under. I'm going over, but I'm not okay. confident in that. That's I'm probably that's probably no touch. Honestly, this whole entire game's a no touch because both these teams look terrible. Yeah. Uh, but just to get a prediction out there, yeah, I'm going over. Cool. Um, all right. So next game, Titans at Vikings. Uh, Titans are two and a half point favorites. They're minus one forty one. The Vikings are plus one twenty five, and the over under is forty nine and a half. All right. So for the Titans, AJ Brown's out, but big uh, big addition linebacker Vic Beasley will be making his season debut for them. Um, and then on the other side, the Vikings, um, Dantzler's out, Mike Hughes is out, and they're two starting quarterbacks, so that's that's tough for them on defense, and they already kind of suck on defense. So Yeah, their quarterback's already blow, and now their two starters are out. So mm-hmm. um, Titans win, Titans cover. I'm kind of surprised that this line's only two and a half. Uh, I guess the reasoning for that is that the Titans uh, – excuse me, Titans haven't really looked that good. Uh, I mean, they should have lost. I don't know. The, the week one game against the Broncos is weird because, like, they dominated, but their kicker missed so many kicks that it took a last second – field goal for them to beat the Broncos yeah and then last week against the Jaguars they just got lit up by Gardner Minshew and they almost blew it but they but they ended up winning so I do think the Titans still win in cover uh but I don't know this game's kind of weird just because how bad the Vikings have looked but one interesting thing to note is that similar to like the Eagles spread the over under here started at 45 and then jumped up to 49 and a half so I guess everybody is just going on on the over for that and it would make sense because Titans defense hasn't looked good Vikings defense has been absolutely atrocious. So I guess you can see why it's just kind of interesting that it would jumped up so much. Yeah. Uh, Vikings stink, man. They, They're terrible. They got, they got beat up by Green Bay big time, and then they got beat up by Indy big time last week. So I think Titans win and cover here. Um, you know, they have a very good kind of methodical offense, and they just kind of ground and pound, obviously, with Derrick Henry. So I think that that's going to continue here, and, and then they'll have some, obviously, opportunities to uh, – Take some shots down the field. It sucks with uh, AJ Brown being out for for the Titans, but I still think that that Tannehill will put up some good numbers against the Vikings defense because they're awful. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Titans win, Titans cover, and I'm going the under. I don't. I mean, the, both these teams love to run the ball. I'm yeah. not putting any. I'm not putting any confidence on Kirk putting up points himself. So Kirk it's sucks. Be, okay, he's I, terrible. Awful. I, yeah. I love seeing him suck. It makes me so happy. Yeah, everyone knew that he was not going to – I mean, he's like – he's perfect for some regular season wins, but he, overall he stinks. Uh, fantasy, I'm going Tannehill. He's been on fire first two weeks. Yep. Vikings have just a tr- atrocious, atrocious defense. So even with A.J. Brown out, start Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, so I'm going to go Johnny Smith. Um, A.J. Davis being out, I think he'll get increased targets. And he's already leading the AFC tight ends with three touchdowns. Um, last week, Mo Cox torched the Vikings defense in the <laughs> middle. So I, I see that trend with tight ends continuing this week. Yeah, John Smith's been incredible. He's going to have a yeah. good game. Yeah. Um, so next game, the WFT's Washington football team at the Browns. Uh, Browns are seven and a half point favorites. They're minus 335. And the WFT's are plus 175. And the over-under is 45. Yeah, so for Washington, Sadiq Charles, he's out. Sad dick. Um, and then <laughs> for the Browns, you have Greedy Williams, Oliver Vernon are out, and Denzel Ward is questionable. Yeah, question. Uh, Denzel Ward should play. And he shut down A.J. Green last week, so – if he, do, if he doesn't play, that'll be huge for a scary Terry, but I'm, he's projected to play, so I'm going into this as if he will. But the first thing that came out that sh- like kind of came out to me was I was kind of surprised that the Browns are this big of favorites. Like seven and a half is a lot of points. Um, I get that the WFT's blow, but seven and a half is a lot of points for the Browns. And like for me, yeah. the Browns are like the exact same train wreck that Washington football team is. They just have higher celebrity players. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Um, I think the reason why it's probably big, that big of a spread is because Washington football team, their offense is just terrible, and they won't score. Dwayne Haskins is awful. Um, he's, he's probably one of, the, one of, if not the worst quarterback in the league right now. Um, he might be the worst starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, he might I be. mean, they, last week they lost 30-15 to 15 to uh, the Cardinals, and both of the two touchdowns they scored were in garbage time. So they had put up three points through the first three and a half quarters. Uh, I mean, they, they just cannot move the ball. I mean, as good as their defensive line is, is that's how equally as bad everything else is on that team. So I get the spread, but yeah, Browns, they're, they're also just a bunch of celebs. Like they're good on paper, but they actually stink as an actual yeah. team. So it, it, yeah, the seven and a half, that, I think that's way too much. Yeah. I think the Browns win, but I, I'm not, I'm not touching that spread and the over under, I think this is going under, uh, like you said, the WFT is 
they, their offense, they'd be like, I would be shocked if they put up more than 17 points because of how bad they are. The Browns yeah. defense isn't horrendous. I mean, they got actually torched by the Ravens, but I mean, that's the Ravens and they, they did a good job shutting down Burrow until, until garbage time. So I think this goes under. Um, and the, the one thing in the Browns' favor is that, the, like you said, the, the WFT's best thing that they have is their defensive line, but the Browns have a decent offensive line, so they might be able to neutralize that to a degree. So if they do, um, it'll probably be like – this could be a game where the, the Washington football team just gets shut out and the, brand, and the Browns just run the ball the whole game. Yeah, I wouldn't be um, shocked. I mean, you have two awesome running backs in, in the backfield for Cleveland. So Yeah, so uh, right. my, yeah, so like I said, Browns win. I'm, I'm not touching that spread. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving that alone. Uh, Washington probably covers, and I'm going under. And then for my fantasy pick, Nick Chubb. He's been incredible. They give him a ton of carries. Ride him. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to – just because I'm, I, I'm picking Washington here, just because. Um, I'm going to go Logan Thomas. Um, Browns, yeah. they're also another team that's suspect in the middle of the field. Uh, and, tar- and in terms of targets, Thomas has actually been getting a lot. And, and go Logan Thomas for coming into the league after being a quarterback in college and, and coming in and playing well for a tight end. Um, he only caught four balls last week, but he got targeted nine times. So if he can get a few more grabs, I think he'll end up having a pretty good game. Yeah, he gets a ton of targets. They're just all really bad targets from yeah, exactly. Wayne Haskins. Yeah, so, exactly. But he scored the week before against Philly. So yeah, he did. I, yeah, that's not a bad pick. I mean, with, the, with those targets, you assume that something's going to happen eventually. Um, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, next game. And this is the start of the four o'clock games. Uh, Jets at Colts. Uh, Colts are eleven and a half point favorites. They're minus five sixty, <laughs> lol. And the Jets are plus four forty. <laughs> the over under is forty four. Yeah. Uh, so for the Jets, you have Crowder and Perryman who are out, and Braxton Barrios is questionable, and then Jack Doyle for the Colts is questionable as well. Yeah. So the the Jets are literally missing their top three receivers, and they to an already just absolutely atrocious offense. Uh, I mean, bet against Adam Gates for free money. I, I don't know how much to say here. This game's going under. The Colts are going to win. The Colts are going to cover. There's, there, I don't, I don't see how the Jets score a touchdown in this game. They have nobody. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really bad. Uh, Colts are going to win by a million. Uh, if you want to take that spread, I don't know, eleven and a half at all. Double digits in NFL always scare me, so I tend to stay away from them. So if you can find some teams to parlay that with, this should be an easy lock for the Colts to win. Yeah, or you can tease that down. Yeah, of uh, course. To- to a lower spread as well, if you want to do that. But yeah, I mean, the Colt. I mean, the I would the Vi- Kirk blows, but I would say the Vikings have a better offense than the Jets do. And look what and look what the Colts did last week to the Vikings. So the Jets, yeah. they're not. I don't see how they're going to score. Um. So yeah, Colts win. Colts cover. That game goes under because the Jets are going to have three points. Yeah, it's under for me as well. Yeah, and for fantasy, Jonathan Taylor just because he's going to get the ball t- a zillion times. Uh, yeah. Ty Hilton will have a huge game. Um, it, it, they're just going to wipe them out in the first half and i think he'll have a touchdown maybe too yeah all right so next game panthers at chargers uh chargers are six and a half point favorites they're minus 275 the panthers are plus 235 and the over under is 43 yep so for the panthers you have russell okung who's questionable and obviously christian mccaffrey is out on the other side the chargers tyrod is out obviously after the attempted murder by the chargers <laughs> medical trainer uh um, yep and then melvin ingram ty Try, Trey Turner, sorry, are questionable. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously big news here is Tyrod being out um, after getting his lung punctured by the, the medical staff and the medical trainer on the Chargers team by mistake. So he's, he's definitely fired. Um, and that'll be Herbert's second career start now. Yeah, so I think that's a good thing for the Chargers. I love Tyrod as a person, but he's just not, the quarter, not a good like, winning quarterback. And I thought Her- Herbert looked like legitimately he looked good. He was making some insane big-time throws. Uh, the Chargers move the ball up and down the field against the Chiefs. But they don't have a great defense, but their defense is better than the Panthers. So I expect Herbert to have another good game. Uh, the only thing you wonder is maybe a team gets a week's worth of film on him and they start to play him differently. But I don't think that team will be the Panthers. Um, so I think he's going to play well. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is the only really offensive weapon the Panthers have. I mean, they have def- decent receivers in uh, – uh, uh, I can't DJ Moore, uh, the Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson. They have decent receivers, but their offensive line blows the Chargers. I mean, look what they did to Mahomes last week. He, he like had a, took him the fourth quarter to get to like finally get his, his himself together. So right. Chargers win, but I do think the Panthers cover because I do actually like their offense. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same thing for me too. Chargers win, Panthers cover. I like Herbert as well. Um, CMC being out will screw the Panthers. I think that. 
there's not enough film on Herbert just yet for them to kind of figure out the scheming and everything like that. I think that obviously the Chargers were I what I do think happened was they were playing they their playbook last week was a hundred percent geared towards Tyrod. So I think this week they'll have a week of Herbert and his playbook and his schemes and, and kind of his tendencies and what he's good at. And I think that's another week of kind of unknown for Herbert. So I think it'll bode well for him. Um and then, yeah, I think that the Chargers win and Panthers cover. I think Herbert will have a good game, but uh, it's hard for me to trust a rookie quarterback in a second start to, to cover a spread. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and he, as, as like his, his first start was really, really impressive. I mean, going into the game, not expecting to start, playing right. the Chiefs, uh, and, and then just like having like a throwing one for over 300 yards. He had that one really bad touchdown, but he looked good. So, But I do think this game, I agree with you, Chargers win, Panthers cover, but I think this game goes over. 43 is kind of low. Um, I think that the Chargers are getting a little too much love on defense for what they did last week. I know they shut down, not shut down, but they did a really good job against Mahomes. But I think that was just kind of a one-week wonder just because they're energized by the rookie's first start. Uh, I don't think their defense is actually, especially with Derwin James out. So I think this game goes over 43. And for fantasy, uh, I'm going with Austin Eckler because he's incredible. That's a good pick. I like Austin Eckler. Yeah, in terms of the over-under, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm going to go under just simply because I don't think the Panthers will be able to score much. And I, I know that they'll probably be throwing most of the games. They'll probably be down. But I don't think that the Chargers will be able to put up that many points either. They, they haven't really had that much offense in their first two weeks. Um, for I will say, though, that I think Keenan Allen will have a good game. That'll be my fantasy pick. I think that he'll benefit from having Herbert, who's a gunslinger, um, finally throwing some balls his way and, and throwing good balls his way and not, not Tyrod. Yeah, it's definitely different going from Tyrod to him. So I, I like Keenan Allen. I, ho- I hope he does well. Yeah, same. Um, next game, Bucks at Broncos. Uh, Bucks are five-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 235. The Broncos are plus 200, and their over-under is 43. Yep, so for the Bucks, there's no really – any big injury news only that Godwin is playing. So they're, they're pretty, um, pretty good there. Broncos on the other hand. Yeah. Another team like the 49ers who just got crushed by uh, injuries. So Sutton's out for the year. Uh, Locke is out for the game. Philip Lindsay's doubtful. Jerry Judy's questionable. Yeah. So of those Broncos players, I think the only one that's going to play is Jerry Judy. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's very rare. You see a player listed as doubtful and playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, it's tough for the Broncos. They like, I really did think they had some fun skill positions and now they're just decimated and just losing their court like they their defense was or their offense played fine last week against the Steelers uh with Jeff Driscoll coming in but he I mean he showed that he's just an average quarterback so you feel for them it sucks like having all those fun skill position players just now get hurt two weeks into the season yeah it is tough so yeah I mean I I did say that I was really high on Drew Locke uh I thought that you know assuming he had a healthy season that they would have ended up he would have ended up kind of you know scratching that MVP conversation because I thought they would have ended up playing very well and had a good record and surprising a lot of folks but obviously now that's that's out of the question um I think that the Bucks win in cover because Tommy Boy is really good at sh- uh, just shitting on teams that are not good or banged up um and, and I think that trend will continue here yeah, I, I think Bucks win. I think Bucks cover. And I have this going under. Um, I, I was not high on Drew Locke, and he really played t- terrible the first two weeks. So I don't think that they're, like, getting Driscoll. I think their offense just stinks as a whole, so I don't think that getting Driscoll is a good thing for them at all. Uh, so I don't think that the Broncos are going to be able to score that much with everybody out. And I think that – I do like the Bucks' defense. And, yeah, Tom Terrific, he's used to just blowing up uh, bad teams. But I think their offense still has some kinks to work out. And the Broncos' defense isn't terrible. So Bronco or Bucks winning cover, but I think this is going under. Yeah, I could see it being like 28-10 or something around there, 27-10, 27-14. So it'll be right around there, but, um, yeah, I think it'll be under as well. Cool. All right, so for fantasy, uh, give me me Godwin. He seems like a perfect perfect Brady target. He's he's healthy after missing last week. I think he's going to have a big game. Yeah, that was mine as well. Cool. All right, so next game, the Lions at the Cardinals. Uh, The Cardinals are five-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 240. The – my, yeah, sorry, the Lions are plus 205, and the over-under is 55-and-a-half. Big over-under. Yeah, huge. So, um, for the Lions, uh, Kenny Galladay is questionable, um, and along with Desmond Trufant, he's doubtful. Um, and then we have Christian Kirk, who's out, and Kirkpatrick is questionable for the Cardinals. Yeah, I think Kenny G is going to play. Uh, he seems he, he said he's going to play, uh, so you take, take the player for the word. But 
I don't care. Bet against Pencilhead for free money. The Lions are a joke. <laughs> they lead the league in fourth quarter, blowing fourth quarter leads. I don't think they're going to have the chance to blow a fourth quarter lead in this game because they stink. Um, I have no confidence that the Lions are going to do anything. The last time these two teams played was week one last year when the Lions were up like 20 to six in the fourth quarter and then they blew it and then they tied because Pencilhead just sucks. So Lions are going to, or sorry, Cardinals are going to win. Cardinals are going to cover. But I think this game goes under because 55 and a half is a lot. That is a lot. I mean, both defenses suck, I guess. And maybe they're thinking there's going to be garbage time scoring. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I have man crush Saturday, man, man crush Sunday on, on Kyler Murray. So um, I think he's going he's gonna to just destroy the Lions defense and, and just tear them up. Uh, I, I'm actually, you know, I mentioned earlier that the Colts look for a parlay. I think this is a good parlay here between the Cardinals and, and Colts. That, that'll be a nice parlay to, to throw in. I think that both teams, it's a lock for them to win. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd be shocked if either of these teams lost. Um, the only only thing is maybe a young quarterback in Kyler has a, has a tough game, but that's not going to happen against the Lions. Their defense no. is atrocious. And yeah. I think – I think this will be under as well, though. Yeah, 55 and a half is a lot. I understand that, that the, Card, the Cardinals play at the, the fastest play, pace in the league, but I thought the Cardinals defense like looked good the first two weeks. So they pretty much – they did a good job shutting down the 49ers in week one, a healthy 49ers team, not this skeleton crew they're running out. And then, like you said, the – the Washington football team put up three points in three and a half quarters against them. Granted, the Washington football team sucks, but it's still impressive to hold a team to three points in, for three and a half quarters. Yep, definitely. Um, fantasy, I'm going Kenyon Drake because I think that the Lions defense stinks. Look what Aaron Jones did to them last week. I think that Kenyon Drake is, can, is just as good and can do that same thing. So I'm going Kenyon yep. Drake. Yeah, that's that's a great pick. I was what I was debating between him and, and Kyler ultimately. I went Kyler. Um, I, I think the dual threat quarterback here, he's going he's gonna to have himself a game. Against the Lions. Yeah, agreed. Lions blow. Um, next game, Cowboys at Seahawks. This game's going to be awesome. Uh, Seahawks are five-point favorites. They're minus 240. Cowboys are plus 205, and the over-under is 57. Highest of the week. That's insane. Um, yeah, know. so for the Cowboys, you have Tyron Smith, Marcus Lawrence, and Trayvon Diggs, all questionable. And then on the Seahawks side, Quinton Dunbar is questionable. But I think they'll all end up playing. Yeah, I think the only one that's, that, that is uh, – that might not play is Tyron Smith. He missed last week. He wasn't able to really practice at all. Uh, so, and they're kind of being cagey about what his status is. So I don't think he plays, but the other ones should play. Um, yeah. It's, it's insane. It's over 157. That's crazy. I mean, I get yeah. it. Cause both, both offenses are cooking. It's just oh, 57 is a lot. It is. Um, I'm, but yeah, like you said, Cowboys have one of the best offenses in the league. And then on the flip side, Russell Wilson is, is just being Russell Wilson on just super saying this week so, or this year. So I, I can definitely see a scenario in which this game is like, it's just straight shootout. Yeah. I, I think, it, I think it could, that definitely has a chance to be a shootout, but I actually think this game is going under um, both these teams generally like to run the ball, which slows down the game and makes, obviously there's not enough time, not as much time to score. And one thing that I read that is a, a reason why I'm also going under is based on red zone regression. So, and this, this is insane, but the Seahawks have scored on 100% of their red zone possessions. <laughs> that yeah. is insane. Literally 100%. If Russell Wilson does not get a vote for the MVP this year, I mean, obviously, I think he's a front runner at this point for the MVP. Yeah. But I think he's, a, he's he, a favorite right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't get a single vote again this year, then, then the NFL's rigged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it just makes a lot of sense. I think that I like the Seahawks. Um, I, I think that they're going to be – I think they might be the team to come out just after two weeks, the team to come out of the NFC in the Super Bowl. They are my Super Bowl prediction to go to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah. I agree, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, so, so I think for this game, I think that they're going to win and cover. I, I don't know. I don't trust the Cowboys that much. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think the Seahawks win, but I actually have the Cowboys covering. Uh, five, five points is a lot, and every Seahawks game seems to come down to the wire. Um, and – the Seahawks have gotten torched by two offenses that I don't think are as good as the Cowboys offense. Like I think the Cowboys offense is going to be really good this year. And they've already kind of shown that through at least through last week against the Falcons. So um, I'm having this game under Seahawks winning, but the Cowboys cover. And for fantasy, I'm going to go with DK Metcalf because he's just amazing. And the Cowboys have nobody that can cover him. Yeah. I, I have Donkey Kong as well. Uh... Decaf Metcalf. <laughs> yeah. So he'll, he'll, he'll have a good game. Um, He's kind of starting to make his ascent into superstar wide receiver status, I think. Yeah, so I agree. It'll be it'll be fun um, to to watch him play. Um, yeah, I, it, 
I can see your point, and you're right. The Seahawks games do tend to go down to the wire always for whatever reason. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I just can't trust the Cowboys here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Seahawks winning cover. Yeah, I mean, I get that. And one thing that, that we need to mention, which is your favorite stat, is will the Seahawks be leading by four and a half? Because as, if so, bet all your money on them. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, I, I can't believe I, I forgot about that. I have it written down, <laughs> but I just didn't even look at it. Um, yeah, so if, they, if they're leading by four at the half, bet your house on the Seahawks to win. Yep, that's all you got to do. Um, and then last game, the Sunday night game, just another great, great Sunday night game, Packers at the Saints. Uh, the Saints are three-point favorites. They're minus 162, and Packers are plus 40, 143, and the over-under is 52.5. Yep, so for the Packers and Saints, both of their number one receivers will most likely be out. Devontae Adams is doubtful, and Michael Thomas has already been ruled out. Yeah, so that kind of essentially cancels each other out. Um, I go back and forth predicting this game because I think Breeze looks cooked and Rodgers sure as shit doesn't look cooked. But when you compare the two defenses Rodgers played, I mean, I think me or you could light up the Vikings and Lions. So <laughs> it's tough for me to put like that much stock into it because Rodgers always – like last year he annihilated bad defenses and he just stunk against good defenses. So I don't think he's going to stink. I'm not saying that, but I'm worried that people are a little too high on Rodgers after two weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm probably one of them because I think that uh, I think the Packers are going to win here. Um, I'm I'm going to take them as my dog, actually. So um, all right, yeah. So it, it it's it'll be tough. I, I agree. I mean, the Saints are the best team that they face, but and and I know they're going to New Orleans to play and everything, but. I don't know. I just it's hard to to bet against Revenge Rodgers right now for me. Yeah, and as bad as the Saints looked last week, Sean Payton, I feel like he's gonna he's always does a good job of rallying the troops. So yeah. I think that they're, I don't think that they're gonna look as bad. I don't. I still don't trust the Packers. Uh, maybe that's just me still putting too much emphasis on what I what I saw happen to them last year against good teams. Um, so I think that the Saints are gonna win. I'm really not confident in that, and I think this game is gonna go under because 52 and a half is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I I, was, I agree. I think it's going to go under as well. Yeah, and I'm, one other point in favor of the Saints. I think that like the Saints' offense generally is better equipped to handle the you know, number one receiver being out than the Packers because I think the I mean Emmanuel Sanders had a really bad game last week, but I, he's better than any other receiver that the Packers have, and I think that Jared Cook is better than the tight ends that the Packers have. So I think that. In general, their offense is better equipped to handle number one receiver being out. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but again, I'm not I'm not confident in that. I probably won't touch this game. Just as much as it hurts, not not putting anything on a Sunday night game. I just don't have a great feel. But if I had to predict something, Saints win. They cover three, and the game goes under. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna go under as well, but I'm gonna say that the Packers win. Cool. All right. So uh, that's all the games. The Monday night game obviously will go over on Monday. So now we'll go for our picks. Are you ready? Let's do it. So for my lock, uh, third week in a row, they were choosing the Colts in, in one of our things, but I'm going, I'm going Colts as a lock. I know they, they screwed us in week one against the Jaguars. I just and they, and they screwed us last week when they beat the Vikings, but I just cannot see them losing to the Jets. I'm going, I'm going Colts. That's fair. So I'm going to go Buccaneers with my lock. Okay, that's a good pick. I, I think they win as well. Um, so for dog of the day, I really, really struggled coming up with a dog because I know you have the Packers. I don't think the Packers are going to win, but they are on my list of potential dogs. Um, the other two that I have are the Rams and the um, Giants because, like, I don't know. The Giants stink, but the 49ers are only good because when their good players are playing. So when your good players are out, you're not going to be good. That, that's my analysis for the week. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Packers here. It, it'll be tough, but I, I, I hope that – it it ends up being a winner for me. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm struggling. This I I don't know. I don't know if you had struggled with this, but I really really struggled deciding on a dog, and I'm still currently deciding struggling to decide as we speak. Yeah, um, so I mean, I was going back and forth between the Rams being a dog, but it's just barely, and the Packers, and I said, all right, let's let's take the one with the better better plus money. So I went with the Packers. Yeah, all right. I'll take that same logic and I'll take the Giants because the, the Rams are even, they're barely even, they're like plus 105. They're barely, yeah, yeah, barely exactly. even plus that. So, all right, so I'm going to go with the Giants. I do not have a lot of confidence in that. The Giants <laughs> stink, but I just, a team missing their starting running back. They're two starting running backs, their starting quarterback, starting wide receiver, starting tight end, their starting cornerback, 
and their top two defensive end, defensive linemen. I just and they're going away for the second straight week, going from the West Coast to the East Coast. It's just there's so much against the 49ers. Yeah, and there is. As big of a train wreck as the Giants are, I just I don't know. I I, I don't think Daniel Jones is terrible. I think he's going to dice up the 49ers. So I have them winning, but boy, does that hurt me deeply. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's fine. Um, um, all right. Yes. So player prop. I was another one I, sh- I struggled with, but not not because there's not one I I, I liked. It's because there's too many that I liked. But yeah, there are a good a lot of good ones as well. I yeah, think. I'm gonna I settled on Kenyon Drake scoring. Okay, that's a that's a good one. I like that. So I'm gonna go Ben Roethlisberger over one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, there's a ton I have in the honey pot that we can at the end. Sure. Uh, that that I really like. Um, so game prop, I'm going Cowboys over two and a half touchdowns. I don't think it's gonna be that difficult for them to score three touchdowns. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm gonna go under for the Lions Cardinals game under 55 and a half. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so as far as honey pot, one one that I really liked that was my runner up was Cam Newton scoring. Yeah, I saw that one. I mean, I he only he it. has yeah. I mean, so he has it's four not, rushing it's touchdowns. Not, yeah, it has to be a rushing touchdown. They can't yeah, be correct. a throwing, obviously, but yeah, correct. Has to be a rushing touchdown. But still, I mean, he he had like he has four through two games, and the Raiders don't have a good defense. So that yeah, one I was kind of shocked. Could have had five if they, if they just ran that play correctly last week. But yeah, oh, um, what's that? No, I was gonna say yeah. Oh well. Yeah, whatever. That's okay. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's a good one. I I haven't really looked at much else. Um, I, I, well, I didn't write it down. There were a couple things that I saw, but I, I don't remember what I had written down. But we uh we might throw some other plays out on Twitter as, as honeypot plays or or on Instagram. So keep uh keep on the lookout for those. But I, I think our in terms of our our locks and our official picks, we we're, we're pretty solid on those. Yeah, so just to go over quick, confirming. Lock of the day, I'm going Colts. Dog of the day, I'm going Giants. Player prop, I'm going Kenyon Drake scores. And game prop, I'm going Cowboys over two and a half touchdowns. Kenyon Drake scores and Cowboys over two touchdowns. Over two and a half, you said. Yep. And then mine, I have the Buccaneers as my lock. The Packers is for my dog. Ben Roethlisberger over one and a half touchdown passes. And the under for the Cardinals game. Cool. All under right. So five and a half. I just need to win two of these to have ultimate bragging rights for the rest of my life. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> so four and O day from from Brown Bear coming, and O and four day from Noah Bear incoming. If that happens, you you win. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, this was fun. Again, rivalry week was a lot of fun. So uh, we'll we'll see how everything shakes out tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. NFL Sunday. Nothing better than that. I might get a huge pizza and just go to town. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe I'll come over and, and get uh, bring my own pizza over, and we'll get really weird together. But, yeah, um, for, for the rest of you guys, uh, happy betting, happy watching. Um, enjoy NFL Sunday. Uh, enjoy the, the Lakers and the Nuggets tonight, Game 5. We both think the Lakers will wrap this series up, and uh, we'll, we'll see them moving forward to the finals. But um, uh, until next time, we'll, we'll catch back up with you on Monday. So a two-day break here. But and, until then, uh, Bears out. Peace.